0: Another episode of yet another science show. Um, This week, getting meta with materials in Montreal. Strangely, I'm Jesse. You're strangely Jesse. I'm Orad.
1: (laughs) I'm strangely Nina.
0: Strangely, because we're all in Montreal with with our new (laughs) guest. Hey, Phil. Hey, Orad. How's it
2: going? So I I work with Phil, uh, Mm -hmm. and Phil is a world expert. On
0: metamaterials and invisibility cloaks. Oh, and it's important to note here that this wasn't the episode we were going to be doing this week, but you know, <laughs> Phil was in town, so Orad called us up and essentially forced this on us. Yeah,
2: it was like, okay, you guys ready to talk about? It? No, 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 we're talking about metamaterials. This is really well, going to be good.
1: This yeah. is great though, because I mean, invisibility cloaks sound like the coolest thing that we could be talking about right now. Um, mm-hmm. Could you tell us what metamaterials are? You want to? I think Nina should guess first. But yeah, that I did come up with a theory. I, I well, I didn't as come I up with anything. (laughs) I was trying to think about it when you guys said, you know, invisibility cloaks. And so I couldn't figure out how a cloak would work. But in my head, if you had a cardboard pyramid... But like it wouldn't be cardboard; it would be the meta material. I okay. don't know what the meta how okay. that works.
2: So we have a pyramid. So there's a
1: pyramid. So like if there's two sides, right? Two um, sides that are facing a, a each two other. Two side
2: pyramid. Okay. No,
1: well, four sides, but I'm only going to deal with two sides. Okay.
2: okay. I'm still listening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the information from this side, like if if on the other side, so I see Jesse and yeah. like this wall and this exercise machine, like <laughs> so that information will get sent to the other side, and so then if someone looks at the front side. Why does
2: have to be a pyramid? Could be well, because
1: a... I don't understand how to make it out of cloth, because be a... cloth can be so many <laughs> different dimensions. it could, dimensions. Be, a could it
2: be a cube?
1: It could be a cube.
2: <laughs> but you know <laughs> pyramid's a pyramid, though. Why would I do I just
1: <laughs> like the idea of hiding under a pyramid. And then I also thought, <laughs> I also thought how I could apply it to my life, because mm. I like to think about that. How about yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. and that's great. Um, yeah. so, so I thought about how um because i'm a sub and i have to like leave really early in the morning and like take the metro and like i have to get ready uh,
0: that substitute teacher by the way right
1: yes <laughs> yeah. uh, I not have...
0: the other
2: very popular in the media kind of sub
1: yeah. what is that
2: sub dom did you watch 50 shades
1: no i don't
2: ever want to <laughs> watch i frankly did that not kind of of show, watch no. 50 shades. yeah this became no. that kind of show yeah
1: well i'm sure there's a way for them to use it also but for me for as a substitute <laughs> when, I'm on, <laughs> when, I'm on, when i'm on the when i'm on the metro i just what? i it's like i can get out of my house and get to the metro on time. But when I have to like change and brush my hair and like do all these things, and like especially girls, like you have to like do things to, what to does your this have face. To do with
0: invisibility? You can do <laughs> it on the she's
1: metro. You can put the cloak on. You just sit down and you just do all the stuff on the so, metro. You know,
2: why, if, why not just? <laughs> Why don't you just? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you're about to say, I, love, I love like, so you have this amazing technology which <laughs> hides you from the universe. <laughs> you know what it's for? And you're gonna use it to sleep in 20 more minutes so that you can do your hair in public and full <laughs> view What else. That's your go to application.
1: That's just what I thought about on the way here.
0: But also, uh, I mean,
1: it's good uh, for like wars and like whatever. Oh, rescue yeah. Rescue missions, blah, blah, blah. But sure. like, I'm saying, like, how can I apply it to my life?
0: Um, yeah because aerospace applications because let's face it everything these days is aerospace applications
1: yeah that's not gonna help you that's not gonna the moon who cares but
0: but your pyramid can also (laughs) be done with some really high end cameras yeah that has been done right so so they have
2: these I mean I saw someone wearing this as like a Halloween costume you have a camera on one side and a screen on the back and so you can see through your body (gasps) okay that's basically just what my idea was that's That's cool cool, right Yeah, so I mean, so you I know, should have
1: thought of that. That's
2: cool. Yeah. So, so I, I I go to school near a bunch of MIT nerds, right? But well, so, yeah, so that's the <laughs> kind of that's
3: the kind of thing you see walking down the street. That, that's so. Fine. You know. Is
1: that kind of what it's like?
3: You well, no, uh, no, no, great. Isn't that odd?
1: Yeah, I would <laughs> love to know how it works then.
2: So I don't know anybody. Oh, I know Phil knows about this stuff. Hey Phil, hey, right. how how does an invisibility
3: cloak invisibility cloak?
2: First off, have they ever does it exist?
3: Yeah, so so they made one right that that kind of would would shield you from like. But uh, by light, I mean microwave. So if, you, if you're talking about something that will help people see through you, uh, not yet. Like a microwave oven. Like a microwave oven. So if you wanted to be in a microwave oven for some reason, then you could be invisible to that. But for, for light that <laughs> you can see, not yet. But they're, they're working on it. And like you said, you know, there's that, that kind where they, they have some screen on you and they project something behind you. That's which, way too fancy and expensive. Yeah, it seems really hard to do and it, it doesn't really work if you look at someone kind of off-angle, right? Yeah. What yeah. we're talking about is something that would shield you from light from any from any angle. So so kind of light flows around you like water flows around a rock in a river. That's sort of the, the analogy. You know, it, it yeah. kind of... So like every, every ray around.
2: that would have hit you, for some reason, is deviated around you. But then, on the other side, it goes back exactly in the same trajectory as going to, in parallel with every other light ray that was going to hit you.
0: Okay, but this yeah. just sounds like gravitational lensing to me.
2: Well, right? that I mean, is very... Aft, holy cow! Yeah, that is, that's, <laughs> the analogy is perfect. That's, is a, that's the same math. Okay. Can it's someone exact... explain
1: what gravitational lensing is?
2: It's
0: Jess. the coolest thing ever. Cool. <laughs> Let's tell me Go, about Jess. it. Uh, you're gonna yours. correct me, but think <laughs> nah. of it. It comes into the idea of space is not just space and time. It's this the whole space-time. What would you call continuum? it? Continuum. Yeah, I guess continuum. How think of it as as a sheet, mm-hmm. and it, if you drop uh, a a bowling ball into the middle of the sheet, mm-hmm. it curves mm-hmm. it, it depresses the the surface and so if you throw a marble and it's rolling across the sheet instead of rolling right across the sheet it's going to it's going to sort around. of right. be affected yeah. by by the deformed sheet right and so light is a marble right and the bowling yeah. ball is a planet and gravity is is moving around yes you no, see no, what no, i'm yeah, saying yeah. So so somehow, sorry, i'm nodding it's a so podcast. yeah I it's
4: great for mo- radio yeah. yeah so actually that yeah. was
2: the first experiment to really verify general relativity
3: which is it's crazy. It, it,
2: it's, um, what they did was they imaged a star in the sky. And then they imaged the star in the sky when it was behind the sun. And they saw that the light from that star was not where it should be. It was elsewhere. And now you would say, hold on, how do you image a star when it's behind the sun? They waited for a total eclipse, total solar eclipse. So it hides the sun, but the gravitational effect of the sun still happens. So the light kind of bends. This is like an uber famous experiment done in like 1917 by this guy, Arthur Eddington. And the greatest part about the story is that he actually the, he, he screwed up the experiment and it was wrong but but it was later redone and totally worked but that data set was wrong uh, but it still made headlines all over the world.
0: Okay. And and in fact for people like more like us who are not scientists you can see this if you look at like certain Hubble images actually probably m- many of them and you see like a galaxy that looks circular because it's being gravitational lensed by yeah. I'm guessing a galaxy or a star in front of it. You okay.
1: Know? So what would it look like if
0: it's
2: um like instead it gets of, warped the star like doesn't look like a nice shape like you'd expect if you're just right in front of it it would be like round yes. but instead it's like flattened along right. one axis yeah. or or like yeah curved or if into it's a, a galaxy
0: especially it, it just looks really curved yeah <laughs> it it looks
2: like someone photoshopped it you're like why does it look like this and it's because there's like big massive things on the way between that and us and so right so that's yeah. that's kind of how the cloak works right it's it, it's like it will warp the light rays in a way, but it's in a designed way. It's controlled as well, opposed to just like, oh, it's warping the light. Then I want to know how these... How the heck do you make one? Yeah. How does it work, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess the, the question, like the, the, the fundamental question is how do you warp light rays at all? And that sounds really exotic. Because we're not all walking
0: around with a planet in our right. pocket. Right.
2: But, but Jess, you're wearing glasses. Yeah. That's exactly how you warp light rays. Right. Yeah. a lens, right. any kind of lens, any kind of glass, any <laughs> kind of my... transparent medium. Like,
1: so for me though, what's really interesting is the idea that it's a material, though, because that's ah. why my my theory—I could only think of it mm. in terms of like a cube or, or like like a flat surface. I understand. Sure. But even like at the corners, I was like, I don't really understand what would happen at the corners. Even if we do just okay. like the technology that your friend did for Halloween with like projecting right. through, mm. it's like the corners are yeah, not going to work. For this to work,
0: it has to be like actually a a cloak, right?
1: Well, like I think that's the point. So, so we'll throw the material. floor. To Phil. Yeah. So, Phil,
0: yeah.
2: Phil is literally building a invisibility cloak in, like, in the lab. Um, so, I, I think he knows one or two things about this. So, like, first off, like, how do you deal with the corners, Phil?
3: Yeah. So you're right. Like, corners are, are kind of a tricky point. So we just make it easy on ourselves. We have a everything's round, cylinder, right? Okay. Right? cylinder. And that's yeah. that's helpful because the, the theorists like to solve for you know, like the solutions they make. The easiest one to solve for is. Just if it's rotationally symmetrical, if it just looks the same from all directions. So the solutions that are out there, are the things that you might go and try and build. Spherical,
0: spherical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <chicken. laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You
3: spherical just... cow spherical
2: yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Equations are much easier when things are round, actually, because you can just pick a point so that's like a special point, and you could say everything is equally far from this point. Mm. And so I don't need two, you know, I don't need like x and y to describe it. I can just
3: use one letter. How far am I for this point? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then everything becomes like effectively. So it's more
0: mathematical. mathematically elegant. Yeah, yeah, I should
3: say like you. You can definitely show that you can make this in any kind of shape. Yeah, you can make it in a in a box or a pyramid, mm-hmm. or pyramid, like a, a star a shape, a four sided pyramid. I love how she like emphasized that it was a four sided pyramid. <laughs> it's, inc- it's integral to the design. Yeah, it
2: could well, have been it's, anything.
0: It could it's,
1: have been like... <laughs> but it's integral to my <laughs> s- stupid idea that is really just this projection.
0: Technically, thing. in a four sided pyramid you don't have two sides that are parallel no parallel. you
1: like both and both
0: that, that would be a five sided pyramid <laughs> no one oh no because it's, it's the base it's well but there's a base yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. right
1: yeah.
0: um wow <laughs> so 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 it's
3: not
2: it's, the, the deal with invisibility cloak is you've designed like a lens such that the light that comes into the lens from any side right not just from like one direction so your glasses only work in one direction yeah. right like from from one side of the glasses to the other side where my eyes are a cloak has to work from every direction Um, And then secondly, it has to warp all the rays in exactly the same way so that they come in going parallel and they leave going parallel and they're also in phase with each other, right? So, like, one ray is not, like, lagging behind the other ray, right? And so how do you do that? I mean, is that easy? Uh, Clearly it's not because these things don't exist, right? So what is the... There's a major roadblock to this whole thing, which is the
3: title of the episode. So what... Like, like you said, you know, it's, it's something that you can describe, and if you can describe it, you can probably find, like, what's the recipe that you would need to make to build yeah, it. Yeah, it's a recipe is the thought, right? right?
2: Like, the equations are like, oh, you just need this. Just go just go find so, something
0: like this. Okay, in that yeah. case, my question is, have you built something? Or have you not. made something? <laughs> I want
1: to I hear Phil. Yeah, let's, right? let's...
0: let's Because what I'm wondering is, if, if I was to take a metamaterial... Mm-hmm. Wait, what's a metamaterial? That's what I want to get to, though, Bingo, right? first of all. And <laughs> second, like, if you had made something... How would you describe it to me if I looked at it closely enough? Are we talking about like a, is it something nano or will it be something nano? Will it be a lattice? You know, uh, like a lattice work, or is it gonna be something like
3: it will be a nano lattice. That's that's actually the the really, reason why this hasn't been a thing I'm until now. Yeah. 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 Wow. Who's so done their homework? Yeah. No, happened. Like it happened. <laughs> that's like, that's the third thing, right? The, the gravitational lensing. You're on your own ball, Yeah, you we are
1: doing way better yeah. than my pyramid. <laughs> so, Phil, yes.
3: Yeah. So, okay, you can figure out what you need to make this thing out of. What materials you want to have. The tricky part is they don't exist in nature. Yeah. Right? right. You, couldn't, you couldn't, like, dig it out of the ground and get some material that has the right properties to make this thing. So, okay. you know, it's kind of depressing to say, like, well, gee whiz, it turns out you can't make it. Until now... Until recently, because now we have kind of advances in nanotechnology, we can build materials with the properties we want. And those are metamaterials.
0: And is that just, are you just building atoms then? Yeah, so a little, a yeah, little bigger than that. You're good, man. Yeah.
3: So, for so, the record,
2: <laughs> I did no preparation. <laughs> <laughs> so they call them meta-atoms. Because, like, really? so it's not, it's not physically an atom, right? I mean, this, this is, that'll be nuclear stuff. Like, to take a silicon atom and then turn it into, like, a cobalt right. atom, okay. that's nuclear. That's way too f- sophisticated. But what we're doing is we're taking small little units um, of, okay, here's here's how I described it to my wife the other day, and it, and it went over well, so hopefully this will go great. I give you yellow paint and blue paint, right? Yes. You want green. Yeah. But if I give you yellow and blue paint, you can make any gradient of... Of green, green. You can you can put a lot of yellow and like a little bit of blue, and so then you've averaged something that's like a light green. You can put like a lot of blue or like a little bit of yellow, and you get like a dark green. Yeah, right. And the only reason it looks green, if you looked zoomed in at the particles like, closely, it would just be yellow yellow paint and blue paint particles next to each other. They yeah. don't mix to form green, but your eyes average it out to be a green from a
0: distance, and that's exactly how this metachile thing works. So you're you're putting. It's, you're essentially making a mix of particles. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I took a class on this once that so was like, oh, I'm going to learn about metamaterials. And the professor was like, yeah, in my day we just used to call them composites. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just Fair mixing two, mm. two small things together. But, like, how small is, is small in this case? Because if you think about rule. it, like, I mean, concrete, you know, that to make, like, roads and stuff, is, is an example of something that you might think of as a composite. It's got properties that come from the parts that go into it yes. and depend on the size and shape and everything. But, you know, you don't need a, a clean room, you don't need nanoscale things to do concrete. It's... No.
0: And because, partly because concrete is ancient, there were no clean rooms when... Right. Yeah. You know? But how
2: come concrete, you know, the pieces of concrete seem to be small enough to behave as a metamaterial? So there's... The, the point is, there's, like, a length scale. There's, like, a size mm-hmm. that applies to these things, right? So just, like, okay. if instead of giving you, like, yellow and blue paint, I gave you, like, um, I'm thinking of, like, uh, those little ball pits that you play in, right? Those yeah. little, the kids green. play in. Yeah. If you had these big yellow and blue balls, you look at them, they don't mix into green, do they? No. Mm-hmm. No, your eyes don't average them out. Why is it, though? Like, there's something that's small enough, then for some reason it does average. When it's big enough, it doesn't. Where is the line that you draw that something you can call
1: it small enough? Well, that's, I mean, but that's, that's, like, pointyism, right? That's, like, right, like, exactly. so, rather, like, all of these artists that, like, mm-hmm. were experimenting with that. That's, that's exactly what they were talking that's about.
2: Literally you literally exactly,
3: man, you're good, too.
1: Thank you, yeah. Well, this is, <laughs> we like, this is art. art. We school. have opened <laughs> into art school, yeah, like,
3: <laughs> Art school. But you zoom out far enough, and yeah. it looks like some continuous color, right? Exactly, well, yeah.
0: Process printing works, exactly. The yeah. Same right. Way. Yeah, So those cart
2: those
3: that's... comic books, you know, yeah.
2: like... They didn't want to make the whole thing, like, red. They just put, like, little dots of red. And, yeah, makes and like that's the red. way it happens,
0: right? You print everything four times, C-M-Y-K. It's mm-hmm. all just dots. Yep. Mm-hmm. Except the K, I think.
1: So <laughs> what, what, um, what are you guys <clears throat> compositing together? Like, what configuration of mm-hmm. atoms would create this this kind of sh- going around,
2: that's the light going around? That's an excellent question. And let's get to it afterwards from our sponsor.
4: Some people like to hide. Others don't. Which kind of person are you? Don't get left behind on the newest fashion trend. The invisibility cloak. Imperceptibly chic. Are you famous? Instagram famous? Or are you not sure? Now there's a new, very expensive way to let everyone know how much you don't care about what they think of you even though secretly you crave their approval. The Invisibility Cloak. The new cloak is the most inconspicuous form of conspicuous consumption. You let all those other celebrities show up in fancy gowns and sequined hats while you can walk the red carpet knowing that no one else will be wearing the same thing as you. The Invisibility Cloak. Some
0: people like to hide. Others don't. Which kind of person are you? Okay, welcome back to the show. Um, Before we went to our break, the question was essentially what... What do you create as, an, as, a, as a metamaterial? And like, what I want to know is kind of the same thing. <laughs> Describe, if I look at it close enough... I hate that bird. With Yeah, me too, let me tell you. Uh, it, like, if I look at it in a, in a telescope... No. Microscope? Microscope. If you <laughs> zoom, in really, really, if in zoom in really, really close... If I zoom in really, yeah. really close, what do I see? So we're making mixtures of...
3: To take Orad's kind of ball pit analogy... Right, little balls of different materials in this case. So for us, it's going to be some kind of insulator and some metal.
0: And we'll get... Okay, why the insulator?
3: Why insulator? So these kind of fall on opposite sides of some spectrum of different material properties. You okay. might think that okay, insulators and metals have different uh, electrical properties, but they have kind of opposite optical properties too. So metals make great mirrors, glass is transparent. So like, right. if you are looking for things to kind of make mixtures of. These are kind of as far apart as you get. So that gives you a lot of range of things right. that you can, you can tune over. Uh, but the story is kind of richer than that, because you might, you might say, okay, well, you've got something on one end of the spectrum and something on the other end of the spectrum, so you can get all the values in between. But it turns out that, and this just blows my mind, actually, is, is um, you can get things that are outside of that range, too, very far outside of that range. Depending on oh, the shade. I wish I could record the faces you two you just yeah. made.
1: Wait, so I wanna know <laughs> what that is. Right, yeah, you can this
2: just that turned more turn it in. Right. Yeah. Really? So like the analogy of like yellow and blue paint goes out the window, right? Because No,
1: but this is this works for light. This works for light, like when you mix colors when you mix colored light, yeah, it's the, that, that's, that's where, the same. That's where paint.
2: pink the color pink, it's not all the primary colours, but you mix, I don't know, what is it, two other colours and you get pink, right? That's that's that kind of thing.
1: Well, but it's but well, it, it's also to do with like like it like if you're lighting something like in theater, color and light
0: is is additive. And the art students, and yeah. Coloring <laughs> paint is deductive, right?
1: Uh, like white is
0: right. all yeah. the whole yes. spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in paint, it's imperfect, but black is everything. Yeah. 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 Right. But it,
1: but deductive. We're saying. The other way we're at, but it's, like
0: what what
2: Phil what Phil's saying is that like you can also achieve colors that don't exist. Right. Right. Things that like are not the averages of the two edges of the spectrum.
3: It's it's beyond that. So how? <laughs> so when we're making these composites we have more we say degrees of freedom than this ball pit analogy. Yeah. If you just had balls, you can you can <clears throat> say how many red balls versus how many or was it uh, blue balls versus yellow balls yeah. we have? But we have maybe we can change the shape of the balls or the spacing between them, something like that. So if you have these additional degrees of freedom, you, you can kind of tune around the space more. And essentially what we're doing is we're making little tiny antennas. Okay. Um, so, you, you know, what this actually looks like is you have a little nanowire, a little uh, like a kind of rod of, of silver sitting in some background uh, insulator, like like glass or something. And if you change the shape of that, you change the resonances of that antenna. And right? so normally that'll, that'll like... You know, you can tune what what frequency that, uh, you know, an antenna resonates at. That's kind of how your your car, uh, yeah. you know, you can, you can like, find that the channel station. in the car. Yeah. So, around that resonance, you have a very strong response. If we can choose where that goes, you can choose where, you know, you have some really extreme uh, variations in the optical properties. So, so that's I mean, how you get outside of that range.
2: So, I guess, unfortunately, to get a little bit technical, right... So when you have a lens, the way a lens works is it has some index of refraction. And most things have an index... And lenses work one way. They work one way. Yes. So like, lenses is made of glass. Glass has an index of about one and a half. Okay. Right? And then metals have an index of...
3: Well, of zero, but you might think of them as having this kind of negative value. Negative four. value of other... Yeah, it's but
2: like a weird... does this index mean... And so...
0: The, the
2: width of the... So strictly speaking, the index... Bandwidth, essentially? Mm, the index is more like, how much does light slow down as it goes through here? Mm. And that's okay. like colloquial, but yeah, it's how much light slows down, right? It's still going right. at the speed of light, but because it's interacting with the material, right. it's kind of like taking its time, right? Um, you can kind of picture it as like a like a ball I'm, going through like a pinball machine, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. It, it's I'm not modeling. making it through yeah. because it's not... That's, that's actually the wrong model to picture it like that and it'll work. Mm-hmm. But that's the model of the sun which is complete,
0: right? How, yeah. how a photon bounces around for a of like millions millions years, years. Oh, years so that,
2: that is, that is accurate. But oh, that's that different is. from, that's different. Actually, the, no, it's, it's different no, from, yeah. it's, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. So, um, if you have this little antenna, you can tune it so that the index changes a ton, right? You can make it so that the index is, is really big, really small, you know, whatever, and it, things in between. Um, and like, that, all that means is how much is light being delayed on its way out. And that's all that means, right? That, that's the that definition of index.
0: Wow.
2: Okay. So, Jesse doesn't like this. No, no, I'm just... Getting, and so my, so...
0: my brain is melting out one of my ears, but I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Now I'm getting it. So, like, I give you, like, this, like,
2: glass matrix yeah. with, like, you know, billions and billions of these little rods that are all exactly the same and, like, the same pattern, the same shape, and then just, like, a light beam comes through, and the light doesn't... You can't see the
3: individual antenna. This is zoomed out far away from that pointless painting. Right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. the antennas <clears throat> are,
2: like, small in comparison to the light beam. So, like, light comes through... And the antenna could be designed in such a way that it delays light in exactly the right way that you get an index of, pick a number, one and a half, one point two. Okay, so, and so this is how you end up with the cloaking, zero
0: a cloaking. So to get a cloak, you have a recipe, and the recipe I was about is like cloaking device. But I figured that would be way too sci-fi. <laughs> but this is how you end up cloaking because you're you're manipulating. Yeah. So you say, oh, okay, when a ray comes like head-on,
2: I want it to have uh, a very large index at this point so that it'll turn away. You know, and then when it gets to that end, I want it to be a very small index so that it bounces back. Right, because you're, you're, you're it, yeah, because it, it curves around, right, like a river going around the stream.
1: So, okay. this is and so yeah, I have a question though, but I want to. You should finish your idea, and then I.
2: Just the idea is like, kind of, kind of. There's like two ideas in place here, right? The first is with a given recipe, you can do stuff that you shouldn't be able to do. And, you know, so I mean, I guess kind of a lens for glasses is a recipe. It's just a very simple recipe that we already have all the materials available for. But people will start coming up with recipes that you don't have the materials for, and then with the metamaterial, you can kind of invent these materials. Right, okay. Things that don't exist. They're not real materials, but they're composites of other stuff
3: that behave really weird. I think that was a good analogy, too, that like a cloak, you should think about it as just like a fancy lens, right? It's all about bending light, and you, yeah. you know have already a sense of like how that should go down.
1: Yeah, okay, so my question is, if we go back just to the idea of color and and perceiving color... Mm-hmm. Um, so humans, like we see this red things and we see red and, and we don't get any other information besides the fact that something is red. Maybe Mm. like it's shiny, it's not shiny, whatever. Yeah. Animals, Mm -hmm. when they look at like a hummingbird will look at two different red flowers. It will get other information. It will get ultraviolet or infrared information from it. Um, deer do the
0: same. They see outside or there's a, there's an episode of Radiolab on like the
2: different kinds of colors animals see oh. and then there's like what like a shellfish the mantis shrimp
1: oh the, uh, we talked about that last oh, time didn't yeah. we talk about it and it, it, last it
2: sees time? like gajillion
3: colors yeah. It's yes like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah 16
1: primary colors yeah wild yeah
3: it's Crazy. insane it's kind of kind of and like most of them are ultraviolet it's yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah so my question is like a hummingbird and so and the hummingbird has developed this so that it's able to see it, somehow it's able to see like which flower has the most energy so it sees. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, but we're just looking at two red flowers. or like, it's the same mm. red. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, do you think animals are going to be tricked the way humans are? And do you think, ah, like, what do you what do you think?
2: About so that? one thing that has been swept under the rug mm. this entire time. How many
3: colors does this work for? How many
2: colors does this work for? Okay, take a venture guess.
1: One primary
2: color. One
3: frequency of one color.
1: Okay, oh. which so, which freak which color? You can design we it. You can
3: pick it. But oh, but that's all you can get it to wow. do. It's a challenge to make it work for all of them.
1: Right. Yeah, of course. That's okay. the catch, okay. man.
3: So like, oh yeah, because you have to tune it.
2: Yeah. Mm. Those antenna <gasps> are tuned to oh. one frequency. Holy this crap. So
1: crazy. Oh my
2: <laughs> god. <laughs> I love I love the brain. I'm getting smell really good. Yeah, yeah, this
1: is like I'm, I'm
2: going to So the table. I suppose Ah, I, I mean, you know more about this than I do. Like, mm. you couldn't make a cloak that works for all the colors, could you? Uh,
3: you there's, there's tricks you can do to get around it, but getting a, a wide range is is tough. And actually, it depends on the size of the, the overall size of the cloak, which is something that's kind of hard, that's weird to think about. That how big you make it changes how many colors you can make it work for.
1: Yeah, I guess is it like, harder the bigger it gets. It is, yeah. yeah.
2: I'd say one thing um, that we, we also didn't say is like the recipe works for like one physical configuration, right? So like if it works for a cylinder, you can't just like mo- it's, you can't just unwrap it and wrap it. That's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, this
1: is of... this is this is what was frustrating me the whole time I was yeah. thinking about this was was because material wrinkles and moves and, exactly. and shifts, and so yeah, I, I
2: you would need like a reconfigurable metamaterial. Which is a topic of research, right? Like, a a metamaterial that changes its material property as you
3: design things. Okay,
0: Phil, you're actually working on this, so what's the plan?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd say there's maybe, like, five things that are are keeping you from being able to go out to a store and buy an invisibility clip right now. You know, they're they're very small, they kind of, you know, like, absorb light, so that's bad if you want to be invisible. (laughs) If you've got metals in there, right, then you've got electrons moving back and forth, and... Electron moving in a wire, that's the nature of resistance. So yeah. that's absorption. It gets turned into heat. We talked about this, actually. Yeah, so, the so it ends up casting a small shadow. So, you know, we want going to try and reduce that. The colors that it works for is, is limited. You want to make that, uh, you know, kind of work for the whole visible spectrum, for example.
0: Uh, and then just... You'll be only it, you know, wearing a billion-dollar suit.
1: <laughs> <It'd> be super <laughs> fancy, but that's going to come in. As soon as you guys produce this, it's going to be like all the celebrities mm. are wearing invisibility. Suits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if the Pentagon lets it leave.
1: Right. right, so well, you gotten, wouldn't know. You wouldn't know.
2: So they've gotten them to work, right? Is is, is one thing. It's
3: like they have Sorry. made.
1: Do you have five things?
3: Uh, yeah, and then they're making it work for like all different directions. So, so like these okay. designs, for example, would be, uh, you know, if it's if it's a cylinder shape, then it looks the same from all directions. But we also want to to look the same for uh, different polarizations, different angles on like, that cylinder. Like, really.
2: like, like if it's a cylinder. But then you look above the cylinder, you can just yeah. see what's in there. I, and there's actually one thing we haven't talked about. So like suppose suppose you had, Yeah. Suppose you did have a perfect cloak. Exactly what you're picturing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like a blanket you put over your body, it all the rays bend around your body and they and they, they pass you. And it works for every frequency, every wavelength, every polarization. Like the best thing you could possibly dream of. It doesn't cast a shadow. It's amazing, right? Then you can't see where you're going because the light right, is avoiding you. No, like it's in the <laughs> oh, Where would you, where wow. would you, what
1: would it look like inside? it be dark. There's no light. The light misses you oh, entirely. Oh my god. <laughs> you could have like a periscope. You have like a little
0: thing. Yeah, but then you're not no, visible. Well, anymore. then there's a
1: little thing floating. Okay, well, here's on, my wait, other wait, question. Wait, wait,
0: wait, before, okay. wait. Before you said yeah. that. Okay, I'm thinking about this. Nobody now. ever thinks about that. It yeah. like kills the whole but, project. It's actually fine. Okay, because what I'm thinking is. You know, in national defense in Ottawa would love its soldiers to be invisible. But that's the, the what
2: soldiers themselves, is the Oh, right,
0: we're in Canada, Ottawa, right? Um, uh, or or but soldiers to can't see anything. anything either, to go. But here's the thing: uh-huh. invisibility in terms of of um, camouflage, yeah, it's distance related. Okay, mm-hmm. if you have an eye slit that you can see through, when you're shooting at someone yeah, who is yeah. like a half kilometer away, whatever that is in miles. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? True.
1: That would be the creepiest thing, though, if you were, like, looking around over enemy lines and you, lines you, just, and you just saw, like, these, like eyes. Ice like, ice just yeah. these floating eyes. that would be the creepiest fucking thing. Like, but yeah,
0: it would be. But if you're that close, at that point, invisibility no longer matters because you're in close quarters. Yeah. So here's a... Here, so all we've been talking about is, like, a Harry Potter-style cloak. But, I mean, this is useful
2: for other things. So... The reason I know this is because we are grants to ask for money, and mm-hmm. we say we're going to make the world's tiniest cloak. It's so small, yeah. It's it's, it's like kind so small so you can't even project. see it, right? Um, but that's the point. But if you can't see it. Yeah, I can make that can. right now. We've only yeah. been talking about optical metamaterials because we're optical physicists. But you mm-hmm. can make a metamaterial for, I mean, any radar. kind of exactly. You can make radar. So mm. you can make one thing that I I, I heard um, at a conference. I was like, that's exactly what a cloak is going to be used for. For earthquakes, earthquakes are waves. You could build an earthquake cloak, and it could be big. And basically, you can have like a nuclear facility, you know, and you don't want earthquakes to affect it. No worries. You build a, a giant one kilometer diameter cloak surrounding it, and then the earthquake will just go around it.
1: No. Why not? Yeah. It's for
3: the course. same exact. Wouldn't it have to concept? go under it also,
1: though. It would have to like it would have to be a dome. It bubbles. So, so the damaging
3: <laughs> waves and earthquakes are actually surface waves. Yeah,
0: not
1: that underground. Switched. Yeah, that's the most interesting thing.
3: Yeah. so that's a legitimate have have actual what's your question
1: oh sorry well finish this and then I have just another question from before
2: yeah I was just gonna say so that is like a legitimate actual application of this stuff even total okay, then. yeah sure exactly. so well nice. not.
3: Yeah. oh my god. so and it's it, you know it's like yeah, well you can make a wall or something like that this is kind of more of a judo move you know the energy is directed around and kind of Close, close, close,
2: close. <laughs> 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 Judo yeah, yeah,
3: take on. it to the next city. You know, like, avoid my
2: yeah, little yeah, town.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, it, was, yeah. it was very... It's like the way you described it is like this This sort of... When you were talking about the light waves moving around, Um, it's sort of very zen, like... Yeah. It just goes around. But my question was, so if I'm wearing this type of cloak with the type of material that you have mm. currently have, and it can only block one... Frequency. Frequency. Does that mean that you still see me, but you don't see like if i'm wearing blue do you know what <laughs> like is that how it works sort of what does it look like
3: yeah so it for for exactly that frequency if you had just like <laughs> monochromatic light then you would be invisible and then for colors that are kind of around that it's like, it works kind of worse and worse the farther yeah. you go away from that so, so like, it would look like a warped kind of color shifted image of you you
1: that's still really cool. Yeah. So, 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 like,
3: I, I, w- I want to say, like, there are ways of getting kind of a broader range of, of frequencies. So you could you could make something that should work for, let's say, a, a reasonable part of the visible spectrum or the whole thing. Hey, like didn't, uh... So oh, wait uh, a minute.
1: What if you wear a green man costume and mm-hmm. then you cover yourself and you just tuned it to the green?
3: So you're, you're uh, I think, thinking about it backwards. Great. Green okay. man costume, if I see that you're green, it's because light has reached you and then is coming out, Right. We're talking right. about like oh, green yeah, is right. the only color that stand, doesn't get. What if I stand in a
1: green room?
3: <laughs> right, so that would do it. <laughs> okay, if, if great. If there was only one color, uh, you're invisible. <laughs> Perfect. But, you know, if you just stood in a dark room. That's Another question: true. I you know, could
1: just turn off the lights and I'd be, invisible. I'd be invisible. Invisible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but now that you guys have mentioned like earthquakes, that that's actually more interesting, right? But mm-hmm. the question yeah, it's true, I would need a one to is... talk about. Mm-hmm. That's worse.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. No, it no. I
0: mean, to me, because this this is compelling because of, well, earthquakes and tidal waves, right? Um, And you don't have to be soldiers to enjoy invisibility then. Yeah. (laughs) But if you have one for tidal waves and you've got two coastal villages Mm -hmm. and one of them has this shield, does (laughs) that... the
3: geopolitics of... Well,
0: but is that, like, when you deflect it, that might create a bigger problem for the other town, right? It will. And Mm -hmm. then we'll probably enter a new realm of legal, (laughs) you know? Well, could
2: could they make a, a big, like earth cloaky like do they have yeah are the
3: metamaterials available they are there was paper variants? recently for that i mean they. so, so the nice i could tomorrow this, build one if i had infinite you it. could and it would be cheap and easy that's and the it would fun, be cheap but, and easy yeah. so so we we've been saying like for light it's got to be these tiny little pieces little nano antennas yeah okay so so for earthquakes the wavelength is huge right so you don't need to be in a clean room you need like a, a a backhoe you this thing <laughs> this metamaterial is holes in the ground, and the holes are direct,
0: the right spacing and and yeah, like designed. You know, I guess and wavelength, but but yeah, it's just. Then why isn't Vancouver surrounded by this or whatever is in the states? You know that you know how yeah, that coast is so, waiting for a, 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 an ass kicker of a of an earthquake. Yeah. yeah, So so this
3: I think gets at, at you know a lot of the hype around cloaks is that you could shield yourself from an earthquake or you could make an earthquake build earthquake-proof building. Right, skyscrapers okay. are you know they're swaying all the time and they're fine, right? Because they're they're sort of designed for that. So although I think it's like cloaking, you know, by and large it's it's a really sexy idea, but it's not usually what you would use these things for.
2: This is okay. the great crisis of the metamaterials community. It's like look at all the stuff we can do, and then someone says. But can it do anything actually better than what we Than got, something no. we have that's already cheap and yeah, already works? Enough.
3: Camouflage is way better than yeah. than cloaking yeah. for a lot of reasons, or or like a, you know like um, these stealth planes, right? Yeah. You don't need to be invisible to it; you just need to scatter light someplace else. Right. So for the most part, I think that military applications are the ones that come to mind first. But it's not what this stuff is going to be used for. Right? I'd also say military applications come to mind because military funds this. Right? Yeah. Military is the one that's, that's giving us the oh, money to do the research. I, I guess what it. I mean is invisible soldiers is not what it's going to be used for. Maybe you know, for, for things that might be interesting to the military, but it'll be more mundane things. You, know, you can fit more antennas in a given space. So they don't interfere
0: with each other. The idea that I'm getting from this is that there are materials that still have to be invented. But John F. Kennedy said the same thing when he said we were going to go to the moon. And that happened. And they went. And now the States is no longer going to the moon. But we could (laughs) again (laughs) because he decided we're going. Yeah, we don't have the materials we need, but we're going to invent them. Which, by the way, is a ridiculous statement for a politician to make. It was I right mean, at the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. granted, it's because the Soviets were, were beating the states in the space race, so you kind of had to get on top of them. But what I'm saying is, if there's, it's kind of a if there's a will, there's a way thing. I'm not saying yeah. that invisibility, How, but... But,
2: I, but, yeah, but the main thing is, is uh, metamaterials are a, a solution to looking for a problem. Okay, we have these materials, great. What yeah, that use them seems for? to be the
0: bigger what issue. What can we
2: use them for? I don't know. It doesn't mean stop looking into them, because... There, it's it's bound to hit the killer app one day. Yeah, yes. But it's more likely to just be so. So the killer app in my in my book um, is this this latest thing in metamaterials. So you guys are thinking about metamaterials. You're thinking about like a big like bulk three dimensional like Lego pieces, right? It's like these are big things that I can build stuff out of with these materials.
0: Yeah.
2: But I'd say like one of the newer hotter topics is stuff called meta surfaces. So um, this is again optics, but um, suppose like you had a infinitesimally thin sheet like think you know a graphene sheet we haven't done a graphene episode yet but we will but for now it's That's like a scotch tape experiment yeah right? oh man yeah. I can't wait to get to that but so an infinitesimally thin sheet right Yeah. and on that sheet you have these antenna again that they work to delay you know the light or you know advanced light by just the amount of time Yeah. you can make an atomically thin lens so if you think about your phone,
0: yeah.
2: the thickness of your phone is now limited by the lens because light has to go through this big glass thing and be focused into your camera.
0: Fair
2: enough. But you could, in principle, make something that's atomically thin. And people have already managed to make these really thin lenses in the infrared where the wavelength is bigger. So for now, it's always a challenge to make things smaller and smaller. But there's there's a ready application. It wouldn't be much more expensive to make this kind of thing than to make other stuff. And you can make as
0: thin as you want the lens. Okay. You know, so you we know need... what uh, what Orad thinks is the killer app. Mm-hmm. What You do this... Phil, so what what are you looking for? So he's right. Like, meta surfaces are,
3: are hot now, but I think a lot of that is because it's people cheap. are getting... Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> cheap to make. There's a lot of really cool applications, but people are tired of putting metals in something and then it absorbs all your light and it's gone. So if you made it just a, a 2D surface, there's nothing to, to have to pass through, Right. so you don't worry about absorption. But, right. Right. you know, that, that feels a bit like kind of sticking your head in the sand and saying, yeah, oh, avoiding I'll, I'll, I'll the problem. ignore the problem. Yeah, um, but Jesse, I, I think what you said about you know the exciting thing now is is like we can explore what materials you can make.
0: Yeah. That's
3: I think where things are going is like interesting. Just if if I were to say like what's at the heart of the promise of metamaterials it's that we are for the first time in in history uh, trying to pick like design the materials we want to have. You know, in the, in the past it's I need to make a lens. Glass exists, I'll make it out of glass, what do I need to make out of that? But, and
0: and it's not even alloys. You're not taking like right. tin and blah and blah and making an alloy. You're making actual new yeah. substances. Right.
3: So if you could do that, you could say, like, I just what could, what do I want to to make? If you can make things that are outside of the space of materials yeah. you can dig out of the ground. You know, like I think exploring that and getting to these really exotic materials or tunable materials is really uh, you're kind of, a, it's it's an exciting time to be in the, in the field. And so,
2: outside so of stuff. applications and things like that, you can imagine. I mean, where is there a space where you have you know virtually unlimited money, um, and and it's not for everybody to use? And that that would be like academic research, right? Yeah. Suppose you want to study a specific problem, um, and you need exactly something of exactly the right size that can do exactly these things. Yeah. Right. And don't worry, the government will give you 100K to do it,
3: <laughs> then a metamaterial might be exactly the right thing for you to do it. One thing about cloaks, one thing I wanted to touch on was that, you know, cloaks are, are sexy, That's it's a fun project to do, but, you know, it's not actually what I think it's going to be used for, right? One one thing that's kind of really exciting that you could do is uh, make these things called hyperlenses, right? So, so if you can make a cloak, you can make a hyperlens. It's sort of an easier case of that. And what that does is it, it's sort of this lens that beats uh, some fundamental limit on the resolution you can get. So you can see, fu- like, tinier things than you can possibly see with a lens.
0: So the, you're talking about... I mean, you can create the world's best microscope.
3: Yeah, it, it's, it's called the, the diffraction limit. It's sort of like, there's, there's a number on the smallest little pieces that you can see in any microscope ever. It hey, yeah. Jess,
2: you know how if you look really, really close to a table, you don't see atoms? Yes. <laughs> Even if you had
3: the best microscope in the world... You don't you see never it. see atoms. It's not just that your, your eyes kind of don't see it, right? Like the light physically isn't there. The never light from that It's not, not your eyes that are the problem. Light cannot resolve that. Okay. It's not a thing light can do. Okay. And that's why you need the metamaterial. Yeah. So, so you make yeah. this, this space, if you can kind of change the optical properties in that space, then that really high resolution light, you might call it, can exist and can get out and can get to a microscope. So you put this thing kind of on the end of a microscope and you can now see things that are way smaller than this fundamental limit. Well, and it's legally allowed. Yeah. Like, literally is legally allowed. But, For hundreds of years, like that's the smallest thing we like see. Paradigm shift, right? Yeah. I mean it's uh, the most fun thing about that is like they, they call it like the diffraction limit. It's like this law, right? Yeah. And metamaterials are saying, Okay, well, all this is based on some assumption that you have materials that, you know, exist. But if you can make these really exotic materials, you can break this fundamental limit.
1: There's, sorry there's a legal law
3: well, no i mean it's it's a scientific law okay. but by yeah. definition that makes it
2: you're not allowed to look at things smaller than a certain size yeah. but the fraction limit is is a classic law right okay. uh, yeah. newton came up with it right something like that something so like in
0: that case how small does like an electron microscope see then so an electron so microscope
2: it. has way smaller wavelengths than light does Right, so an electron microscope—the wavelength of an electron going at one hundred twenty-five thousand volts or whatever—right, really, really tiny. So yeah, you can see, um, still not single atoms, but but this will be able to see single atoms. No, no. Then what's mm. the
0: killer app here? Okay. It's just
2: cheap. An electron microscope doesn't probe the same
3: things as a
2: base okay. microscope does. So
0: you're under you're undercutting yeah. the electron microscope on cost then.
3: Well, you don't have to be in a vacuum. You could put living things in there. You could like sequence DNA by looking at it. Yeah,
2: you're looking at it from a uh, wrong perspective. You're thinking, like, I can sell this, but no, no, no. You have to think about the kind of questions you can ask. Yeah, okay. You can't put a, a cell into an electron microscope. It'll die. Also, electron microscopes need conductive stuff. So very often you have to coat everything with gold, with, with gold, Jesse, gold. before you can look at them, you know? Otherwise, um, the electrons you're shooting into the thing get absorbed into the thing, and then those electrons will repel the th- more electrons using to look at it. It's called a charging effect. And okay. so you just can't get a nicer image. Interesting. You know, that problem
3: with light. Yeah, just look yeah. at it closer. More and more you light. have to be in, in vacuum. So it's, right. okay. it's difficult okay. to put living things in there and have them also come out living. <laughs> yeah, I can <could laughs> um, see. Okay. And then,
2: uh, I, also, there's other ways to break the refraction limit. So the Nobel Prize was awarded uh, two years ago, last mm. year, for another method of breaking the diffraction limit, which mm. we'll talk about a different time, I guess uh yeah so um i guess that's kind of it for now shall we go to the mailbag Shall we listen to voicemails
0: yes yes we should (laughs) we have we have another kathy voicemail are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) is she okay i i don't know if she's alive man is any
4: is any is anybody listening hi Good afternoon. This message is for Kathy. I'm not sure if I have the correct number. Uh, Kathy uh, expressed some interest in a new Volkswagen. Just trying to reach her. You, Kathy, you're welcome to page me. Thank
3: you. You're still getting emails. <laughs> for Kathy. On Kathy. At least we got
2: voicemails. I, at at least, least we're getting, getting voicemails. Yeah. That's a good point. I'm not going to complain.
1: What's what's the number for this? For us? Yeah. You can set
2: up a hotline for that? 774 300, yes. Oh, that's, that's great.
1: 774
2: 300, 9277. So if anybody wants to leave a voicemail.
0: Um, uh, that's not Kathy. That is not Kathy. You can yes. also send us an email at emails at yet dot com. You can find us on the web at yet dot com. And we're at Facebook. At Facebook dot com slash yet another science show. You can yes. Just look us up. Find, like us. Like us on
2: Facebook and share share the episode when it comes out to your friends. Uh, and rate us on iTunes. That's a thing now. I hear, I hear other podcasts. Oh, you, can you rate it on iTunes? Yeah,
0: apparently that drives viewership. So if you want to view our podcast, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are we are on iTunes. So All right. find us there. So uh, so I'm Orad Reshef. I'm Jesse Corbet
1: I'm Nina Pereser.
0: And thanks for okay. so nice listening, guys.